Oh man, welcome. Welcome. Episode 28 of The Sweet Peaceful. We are back in it. Hope everyone's doing good. We got a little bit of gaming stuff going on today. Not a ton, but a little bit. We got some cool new shows that are coming to Netflix. Got some awesome music to talk about in the end. And uh, of course, a little game of uh, primetime cinema. Anyway, let's get right into it. Um, what have you guys been? Uh, what have you guys been playing this week? Huh? Whoa, 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 whoa! Introduce us. Yeah, who is this guy? <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Who are oh you? Oh my God! Wow. Who am I? I'm your host, Alex Curtis. I'm joined by my good buddy, Kelton Burns. Happy to be here. And my ferocious friend, Devin Luna. I'm feeling feisty today. You feisty little dog, eh? Fire up. (laughs) (laughs) Getting fired up, sliding into this sloppy episode. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. Uh, You guys been playing some games this week? You guys been you guys been gaming a little? What have you been playing, Devin? Uh, Devin. A little bit of a little bit of that Assassin's Creed, and uh, <laughs> still on that COD grind, you know. Dude, I heard you aren't uh, appreciating Assassin's Creed to the full extent. Yeah, I was uh, told by <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you know, open world games are just like a different no, okay, experience okay, for okay, me. Okay, okay, okay. Before he goes into this, I get a message from our mutual friend that goes, "Hey." What power level are you in Assassin's Creed? Because I'm sick of talking to Devin about it. He's foolish. He plays it like a, <laughs> he plays he plays it like a, he plays like a fool, and he does not have any appreciation for this game. He doesn't even play the dice game. I don't even play the dice game. It's called Gorlog or some shit like that. The only reason I know is, is because is because <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> only reason I know this is because he fucking brought it up all the time. You play Gorlag or Growlag, whatever the fuck. But yeah, I don't oh know. I have a different God. experience with open world games, and I didn't really like the previous Assassin's Creed. So I don't know. I still feel kind of similar about this one in certain ways. But I'm still having fun. I'm just not blazing through it like this guy. This guy's like power level fucking uh. three hundred. You know, Devin, you'd probably be having a lot more fun if you played some fucking Gorlag, dude. Come on. You gotta go Gorlag, to the town. Dude. You gotta fucking roll dice with the people. You gotta <laughs> get the money. You gotta get the money. Play the rhyme game, dude. The, you gotta make I do rhymes, play the rhyme dude. game. I really like that one, dude. Flight. You know, That's I, cool. I'm sus. It doesn't sound like you're playing the rhyme game, dude. But, like, I don't know. Open world games, <laughs> I... I usually uh, play them for a long while and then just stop. Like, I didn't even beat Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I don't think you. I'm gonna beat this game. I didn't I'm beat Red Dead. There. I didn't either. I, didn't like, I did. I beat both those games. Yeah, you're a completionist motherfucker. Yeah, though. open world games like I'll be really into them for a while, and then all of a sudden it'll be like the last little quarter, and I just won't yeah. beat them. I will admit, for Red Dead, uh, at one point I realized that I was it was either finish the story or burn out and completely mm-hmm. drop it. Mm-hmm. So after mm-hmm. like three months of not playing it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna pick this game up again, and I'm just gonna mainline the story to the end because I want to know what happens because the ending is supposed to be incredible. So just like nice. that's how I finished. But Ghost of Tsushima, I did 100. percent Yeah, that's wild like, to me. <laughs> this this week I have been playing a lot of Fortnite um, because season four 
just ended. It was a Marvel themed season. We kind of briefly talked about that before. It ended yeah. in this big, like, big event where Tony Stark and you fight Galactus with all the other heroes, or whatever. Who, who's it, Galactus, it kind of felt, dude? He's that big he's a, boy. Yeah, he's a world eater. So like, he's like uh, as big as planets. So he eats, he eats them. But he's like trying to get the the zero point. He wants to eat it, and that's is, like uh, is this Fortnite Marvel lore? lore? Like, is this Marvel lore? Galactus. Uh, Fortnite is now in Marvel lore. Uh, yes, Galactus is uh, a common like big Marvel villain. Next okay. Avengers nice. movie, we just have Fortnite characters. <laughs> uh, yeah it's wild to me that it's like part of fortnite's canon now and part of marvel's canon but like uh moving forward that was, it was kind of felt like a marvel it felt like lego star wars where you're like uh flying through the death star and like in like a little channel and you're like shooting things as they come up as you get closer and closer to like galactus that's kind of how it was i don't know that it was kind of underwhelming honestly compared to like the travis scott event and uh as well as the the map flooding event well, but, the Travis um, Scott event seemed like it would be hard to top. Like, that shit looked fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And it kind uh, so then this, this, the, the, the game went down for a day and it came up. And uh, this next season's uh, bounty hunter themed. So, like, mm. the Mandalorian oh. is like the first skin you unlock. And then there's like a series of other bounty hunters that you unlock. And, and kind of what happens is on the map, there's all these NPCs and you talk to them and you can pick up bounties for other players. So then there's like a radar on another player. And like, uh, you have five minutes to kill them. And every minute that goes down, the radar gets smaller and smaller to where you can kind of pinpoint their location near the end. Mm. And, but, if you're being hunted, it tells you on your screen someone is hunting you. Someone has okay. a bounty on you right now. Um, so it's kind of so like, like Warzone contracts. Yeah, that's what I, I never. I don't play Warzone, but someone uh, I was talking to about this was like, "Oh, it sounds like Warzone." Um, and so like uh, the Mandalorian is always like you're earning different pieces of his gear. Is you have to do Beskar quests for all these different okay, things. That's and, pretty like, sick. You oh, earn yeah. like a chest piece or a shoulder piece or a thigh piece or a foot piece, and like slowly you're building his shit. Um, and Mandalorian is on the map. He's like a he. He's guarding a ship, and if you kill him, you get his sniper rifle as well as his like jetpack. And like oh. they took all the gold guns, legendary weapons out of the game, and now instead, uh, you earn gold from doing these bounty contracts, and like you can find gold in chests and stuff, and it it stays with you from game to game. Like you, it, it, like if you have nine hundred gold one game, you're gonna have it the next game, and you can spend it on the new legendary weapons, which cool. is like six of or something, that's, that's but they're pretty uh, pricey. I don't know, it's it's a pretty weird season so far, um, but one thing I did want to kind of talk about... Yeah, yeah NPCs is, um, and shit. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, the season has been interesting to me, because this is the first season now that every single person that I know has abandoned Fortnite. So... I am the last person. I'm the last person I know. Like for a really long time, for like the last three seasons, there was one dude who worked with me, and he listens to this podcast, so he knows who he is. But um, there's one dude, and he always played, and he was like my one guy I played Fortnite with, and then he just quit for Black Ops. Um, so nice, good and job, he, and man. He, he's, good job, he's man. jumped on. He's jumped on the fuck Fortnite train. Get out of that so now, fucking Fortnite area. <laughs> so now it's just just me, and I'm just chilling by myself, and that's fine. Like most most of the time, I play by myself anyway. But it has like I'm like damn, like I really I I never uh, would have guessed I've I'd play a game this long. Like like not this game specifically, but any game. Like I don't play games for more than like like rarely do I play a game for a year before I get burned out. Yeah. Um. But for some reason, there's something about Fortnite um, that, like, it's really easy for me to continue to play it. And, like, I definitely Dude, I think that's because that you're a completionist guy and it keeps on giving you challenges to do that's every day. That's true. And you just hop in and do challenges. 
Well, that's another thing I was like I'm about to say. Like uh, a lot of seasons, um, sometimes I'll just hop on once a week, complete the new week's challenges for the day, get off, and I won't play again for seven days. Get yeah. on the next Thursday when the new challenges come out, do the challenges, get off. So, and then like I, maybe I'll do that for like four or five months, and then I'll have like a few months where I'm actually really into the game and I like the meta and I like what's going on, and I'll play like a lot more than I need to, mm. and then I'll like go back to like that. So like that is happening, but yeah, it's kind of interesting that like. Um, to kind of like witness Fortnite from like before, during, and after its popularity. Oh, where dude, like yeah, I, I played what? it. I played it when it was first available on the PlayStation Store. Like yes, way yeah. back, dude. Holy shit! And then like playing that through to where it became like a fucking insane craze, most profitable video game of all time. Where it's suddenly a pop it was sensation. <laughs> yeah, and then and then it went away. Uh, but back to what I was trying to get to. Uh, Fortnite just added Kratos from yeah, God of War. Yeah. And this is kind of feeding into the whole bounty hunter thing where there's like more and more hunters from all these different worlds coming in to like do bounties. Okay. And he's like he's like PlayStation's warrior basically. I don't know. They did hint at that they're going to add more video game icon characters because Master Chief has been confirmed to be coming to the game. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, but uh, the main... I wasn't going to get Kratos, but then I saw he has a skin variant that's exclusive to playing a match on PS5 and I was like, okay, I can flex my PS5. Like, <laughs> get my Kratos PS5 armor on, um, which is kind of his God of War 4 it's all armor. all about the flex. Um, <laughs> so I picked that up. Um, his axe is really cool. But yeah, like, uh, it, it's also pretty entertaining to watch how uh, the Fortnite, like, licensing deals, like, when, the, when will there be an, an end to, like, <laughs> characters from other things coming in? Yeah. Um, they know like, no like, bounds. Is Ronald McDonald gonna join eventually? Like, what is the what is the the like? Where's the stopping point? You know, getting Ronald definitely getting Barney at some point. Like, this probably get Boba Boba Fett this season with the bounty hunter yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, man, I, nice. I was thinking about the the one from Star Wars, and I couldn't remember that dude. That's cool though, man. That's a lot. Like, I mean, it just seems like it, added, no, it knows no end. <laughs> they added their first. Uh, Anime character this battle pass. Oh, oh my god. Shit. Who? Yeah, is it? Or is it just like its own self? Yeah, it's like its own thing. thing. It's okay. just really weird. It's not even people have not, been asking for an anime, an anime character for a while. No. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Although maybe this will open the door to Goku joining the the, the game. I don't know, dude. Yeah. Nar- right. Naruto. Yeah, probably Naruto. The possibilities are fucking endless. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> I've just been playing uh, uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands, <laughs> so I've been going hard as fuck on that. But it kind of ties into what you're talking about. There's a whole like, uh, there's a whole bounty system in Shadowlands, and uh, if you like, like if you're out in the world and you're killing other players, you'll get a, a mark on you that's like you're you're an assassin for your faction, and then everybody of the opposite faction can see you on their world map. And they get like a fat reward from killing you. So like when you're just killing people out in the world, you'll just get a fucking bounty on your head and you'll just have like swarms of people coming from all over fucking coming for you. Like it's pretty cool. That sounds kind of funny. Yeah, it is. It's super goofy. And especially because so like there's flying in the game, right? But at the beginning of every expansion pack, there's no flying in the new zones. It's like you can't unlock it until way late in the expansion pack. 
Um, so nobody can fly right now. So it, like everyone has to travel like just by the ground mounts, like on horses and shit. Like, <laughs> so it's like, Damn. yeah, you're just like, you're just fucking cruising and you just see like fucking hell of people coming after you and you're just trying to escape on your horse. It's like, holy shit, man. It's pretty awesome. Um, so tonight, um, I want to say on podcast that all three of us are going to be attempting the the zombies Easter egg for Black Ops Cold War. Uh, oh yeah, for the like, first map. It's like fifteen steps, dude. Okay, I've heard mixed things about this. I read one thing that said it's one of the easiest Easter eggs in recent years, and oh. that like it's doable. Solo. I know multiple things about it already, like where to find the ghosts and blah blah blah. The journal and yeah, yeah, and we have the ability to pause the game. So like, I really believe that like if we sit down like for thirty minutes before we start the game and we all like watch a video and like look at all the stuff that we need to do that we can accomplish the Easter egg. Oh yeah. Um, so, uh, next next podcast, we we need to talk about whether or not we actually succeeded. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, let's... I have no doubt we'll succeed. I think we could do it first try. Dude, I yeah, man. I did. I did like the. I did the origins Easter egg, and I don't know if there was a harder one than that because I haven't played all the zombies. But that one was fucked up, like fucked up hard. Um, I think the some of the hardest ones require four players. This one, uh. Like, even me and Alex got a good chunk of it done with randoms. Yeah. Like, terrible randoms that kept going yeah. down and shit. I just think, like, one of the hardest aspects of Easter eggs is not everyone being on the same page or putting the same effort in. Mm. Where you have, like, that third or fourth guy that are like, what do we do now? Where do I go? And you have to try to, like, tell them what to do on top of you trying to do what you need to do. <laughs> and then, of course, the added difficulty of not being able to pause. Yeah. Yeah, but on a private match on here, you can. So, like, doesn't sound like it's going to be that big of an issue, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it should be interesting. We'll see what happens tonight. Yeah, I think we'll crush it. Um, anyway, I just want to briefly talk about um, Grand Theft Auto Online because <laughs> that's still a thing. And that's I still fucking, fucking rolling. It's couldn't believe that, that I saw that trailer. <laughs> I couldn't believe I saw that shit. When that popped up, I was like, this is a fucking joke. Dude, like, I, I, I mean, maybe it makes there's some Grand Theft Auto uh, fans in here, but holy shit, man. I don't know. I, when Grand Theft Auto Five came out, I was not expecting it to be still going, dude. Like, still getting updates, like, seven years after its release. It's so ridiculous. Like, what the fuck? This new update, you get to run a heist on an island, and you get to drive submarines, and there's a bunch of new weapons, apparently. And apparently there's new songs getting added, added to the GTA Five. Oh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I was just so thrown when I saw this. I was like, dude, how's, what is going on, man? Uh, but also, uh, yo... <laughs> I added this game to the list of uh, games I wanted to talk about because it totally seemed like a game that you guys would want to play. <laughs> Alba Wildlife Adventure, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. This did not look like a game I wanted to play. Dude, this, <laughs> dude, looks, this, this looks like Celtic. a game you guys both want to play. I was like, like wow, dude, this is basically Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, this is like Animal Crossing and Bug Snacks, dude. It's like, you like, this is Kelton. Okay, <laughs> nah, dude, like, that's what I'm telling you guys. Bug Snacks is so much more than what you think it is. Like, once you start getting into it, it's like a dark commentary on society, and it starts getting scary. And it's like, once you realize what they're actually trying to say with that game, 
it is so much more. Dude, I knew Bug Snacks was going to be deep. That's why I want to play <laughs> Bug Snacks really bad. No, like it's really deep and has a really like good serious message that I think a lot of people need to like absorb and play. I'm, I'm already scared just looking at the the denizens of that <laughs> that game, dude. Yeah, but then you when you realize the implications of what happens when you eat a bug snack and like everything that's going on and why the, what has caused all of this and everything, like it is that game has a lot more to it than uh, surface level. Oh wow, it's just philosophical madness. Bug it snacks in society. Wow. <laughs> Never would have guessed, fuck dude. Up. Wake the fuck up, sheeple. Bug <laughs> snacks here to teach shit. you some lessons of a lifetime. Bug snacks will open your third eye. Holy shit, man. <sighs> well, you know, with that, I think we should uh, hop into what's coming on Netflix, man. Um, one I really want to talk about was <laughs> was Red Dot, dude. What do you guys think of this? <laughs> what do you guys think of this? Dude, okay, so people, they're just fucking camping out in a snowy mountain, chilling in their tent. You know, having a good time. Having and then, boom, a fucking red dot appears. <laughs> out of nowhere. What just the fuck a red is a red, just dot, a red dot? It's like a laser pointer, you know? It's like a laser pointer, red dot. And then they get out of their tent. And they're in, like, the snowy wilderness, right? These, this couple. They're in a snowy wilderness. Red dot appears on their tent. They get out. Then the red dot is, like, on them. And they're like freaking out. They're like screaming into the darkness. Like the everything, it looks like literally it's super dark. It's like stop, All you can bro. See is, stop. Yeah, yeah, he's just yelling, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just shining the red dot. <laughs> and like it literally seems like nothing ever actually happens. It's just what you can only assume is like, or I guess what it's supposed to be implied is that it's somebody with a gun that has a red dot sight on it. And they're just, for some reason, being pursued by somebody who's not doing anything other than shining a red dot on them. And they're just freaking stop! out. <laughs> stop! They get out and start running. Like, they, like, ditch and abandon all their tent gear. And then there's, like, flashes of them being, like, covered in snow and, like... Yeah, falling red. through the ice and, like, into... <laughs> There's like fire at some point. Stop Something's it. on fire. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's one scene where the, a flare gets like shot up above them and they're just like, run! Run! <laughs> just, just still the red dot. Nothing you never see. You never see no the one pursuer. shoots at them. <laughs> you just find out it's like a kid with a laser pointer. Yeah. Literally, man. That's how I'm feeling about that. It's like holy hell. Uh, the other one I actually really wanted to talk about was Equinox. Um, this one was giving me uh, very similar vibes to Dark. Yeah, <clears throat> these are all like really? foreign. Like, yeah, man. I- Equinox is giving me similar vibes to Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War campaign. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I did not get that. I don't know. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't watch it correctly. <laughs> what are you talking about, Calvin? It's just get that was the vibes I was getting, man. Can you? This is giving me summer of nineteen seventy two beach vibes. What the fuck? I fully agree. <laughs> I fucking disagree with both of you, dude. <laughs> this shit's this shit's hitting me on the same. Uh, no, it looks it's like a thriller mind bender looking looking thing. Yeah, it looks like it's like some trippy like uh, like Black Ops Cold War. True. Get true. The fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> 
That's what I'm saying, bro. It was just exactly like that. I mean, Fortnite I season three battle pass, uh, level four. Yeah, definitely it reminds me totally of Fortnite. Nah, <laughs> Equinox new show coming to Netflix on December thirtieth. Seems really fucking trippy, kind of weird, kind of like a s- suspenseful thriller type shit. Um, similar to Dark for anyone who's watched Dark. That's what the feels that I'm getting, and apparently uh, the cold, the uh, Black Ops Cold War campaign feels. Um, so if you want a mixture of those two things, check out Equinox. <laughs> yeah, I think this one was a shorter trailer, so it wasn't. Yeah, it I really just, just consisted a lot of, of, shit. Uh, of this woman like screaming to put this collar back on the line. <laughs> it's not a lot to go off of. It's like a lot of emotional scenes, just like people getting really upset, and then there's somebody crying. Call him back. <laughs> Put him back on. And there's like some weird demonic shit going on. Yeah, it looks like there's like some weird stuff happening here. Yeah, I don't know. Just check out Equinox. This shit looks, shit looks interesting. <sighs> but you know, <coughs> <laughs> one of the one of the. Oh my god! <laughs> what was that? <laughs> 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 Just right into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when someone like grabs their shoulder or something to sneeze a cop at that one just grabs his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I swallowed wrong. <clears throat> Holy hell. Yo, uh, um one of these Netflix <laughs> one of these uh one of these Netflix trailers though is uh Man, it's looking kind of goofy, man. The uh, the trailer for Lupin. You guys watch? You guys watch this or pay attention yeah, to this at all? Like, I didn't understand. I mean, okay, I don't understand half the trailers that these uh, you guys right. put in the playlist. But Fair. he's just uh, he's a burglar. He's like a he's like a classy, he's a heist master. He's a classy burglar, and he like idolizes some dude who was a gentleman burglar. From the old days that he read about in a book, I don't even know, man. There's yeah, like he's some... trying to steal Marie Antoinette's. <laughs> like he's, he's planning a heist. Marie... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, and just... it's... <laughs> <laughs> he's just and it's... stealing Marie Antoinette. <laughs> he's stealing Marie Antoinette. No, Marie Antoinette's necklace is apparently at this museum, and he's trying to plan a heist to get it. And. uh He's a gentleman burglar, and that's he's what's going on. He's here. like, okay, th- he's like, you guys go in through the fucking vents, blah 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 blah. Then they're like, what are you gonna do? He's like, I'm gonna buy it, and then he's, he's like, just I'm like, gonna buy it. Comes out of a fucking car, suited up. <laughs> like, also, what the this fuck movie, is going this, on? This show or movie or whatever is set. Uh, it's a, it's an, it's a series, a Netflix original series, January eighth. Um, but this is all set in like France. And I guess all the actors are French, but they just, they just, they dubbed it. <laughs> they dubbed the, the, the trailer. So none of the, like, none of the mouth, like none of their, um, <laughs> when they're talking in this show, it looks like none of their like mouths are matching up to what they're actually saying. It's all like just fucked up looking. And I read the comments on the YouTube trailer and a bunch of people are like, these translations are terrible. Like what is <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, that's with a lot of the fucking Netflix foreign originals, like like Dark. Yeah. Dude, I watched that shit dude. in German or Dutch or whatever the fuck it was. Oh yeah, dude, dude German only. So I just finished watching uh, the season two of Succession. Mm-hmm. 
and it has honestly best show I've seen in like two three years. That's like, the one you told me about the the business top, man. Top five shows or the I've business ever family. Seen. Yeah, dude. Basically, like, the premise is like um, this dude who runs like the media conglomerate that like. Um, kind of like a conservative media conglomerate that like owns tons of different things. They buy tons of different up and coming companies or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it's about all his children as they're like competing and trying to like worm their way into like succeeding him and being the new CEO when he steps down or when he dies. Yeah. And like, uh, it's almost like because they're all just like filthy, greedy, rich, they're all basically villains. Like it's almost like the Malfoy family or something. If you're watching like yeah. all the Malfoys compete to become the next like head of the like organization they run. The next and Lucius. So, like, so like, yeah, like, you like some of them, but then like, you're still aware that they're kind of like shitty ass people because like, that's just like how they were raised. That's the life they live. But then there's like <laughs> other characters, other characters like cousin Greg who comes in and he's like from, he's not from like, rich family or whatever but he realized like oh i'm gonna try to go get a job with my family because i'm related to these rich people so maybe i can start making money so like he like shows up he's my favorite character because like he's obviously the most relatable because he's like just a kind of a normal like not kind rich. of like dude. <laughs> not rich yeah uh and like it has like almost like office humor where it's like that come like kind of ridiculous situations that happen sometimes, and like some people, I saw people. Some people like, oh, some people this will be a dark comedy, and other people it'll be a serious drama, and like what? that's like the best part about the show is that it constantly kind of like goes back from like these extremely serious dark moments where you're like on the edge of your seat, like what's gonna happen, and then it'll like pepper in throughout the episode these really hilarious fucking moments where you're like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? Uh, like fuck, like a shooter enters a building and like some of the characters get like ushered into this like random office room and they're like this is this the actual safe room <laughs> and they're like and obviously like the important characters went up into the real safe room that's like guarded by like iron doors and like oh uh, these other, other characters are in like this random office room and he's like what there's just pretzels and water in here what there's no lock on the door and someone's like yeah there's a window an attack child could an attack child could crawl through that window this is not safe and like and they start fighting in that room and like that that's a moment that it like reminds me of the office where it's like ridiculous like someone's throwing water bottles at someone else in the safe room because they're upset and like (laughs) meanwhile like in the other safe room like serious 25 billion dollar discussions are being had that are like really intense and oh, like uh i would recommend succession for if anyone's looking for a a show to watch because i like I, I honestly just finished season two and they just started filming season three because of covid unfortunately but like uh so it's delayed but like i think i might just start up season one and just watch it through again wow uh just because like I, it's like leaving a void that i really want to fill with something wow I mean that's fair, oh, dude. Yeah. I I watched I watched Dark twice. Damn, that's fucking yeah. nutty. Yeah, that's almost back to back because because I got done watching it and then I was telling uh, one of my coworkers about it and then I ended up watching the whole thing with her. Like, <laughs> it's just like I was like, yeah, I'm super down to watch this shit again. So we just binged it together. It was pretty lit. Uh, that's fucking that's fucking awesome though. Um, but something else that's actually fucking awesome. Or at least I think it's pretty awesome. Um, actually, Kelton, you want to talk about the whole the Warner Bros. situation, man? Okay. Well, so basically, this is kind of interesting, and I have a side story about it as well. Warner Brothers just announced that all their films next year, all their theatrical releases, are also going to simultaneously release on streaming services at the same day as their theaters. 
So uh, this is obviously massive news for the theater industry and kind of like another giant nail in the coffin of like kind of the era of movie theaters as we move more into digital streaming, because uh, that is obviously the future. Um, and theaters are going to become more of a novelty experience, I expect, um, unfortunately, because I really enjoy the theater going experience. But, oh, you know, it's I, understandable. I, I... I miss movie theaters, man. I fucking yeah, I miss movie theaters a lot. There's something about like sitting down where like I'm forced to like put all my attention onto the movie, and like that's my that's like the way for me to fully appreciate and fully like absorb a film is like totally. I can't look at my phone, I can't look at anything else. Like I'm just in that the this I'm in a comfortable thing. Like this the screen's big, you know. It's just it's the experience to have. Yep. But um, but so some things happened as a result of this. AMC theaters is like i think filing for bankruptcy because of covid like they're they obviously weren't in a good place or they were just barely making it before covid and now they're like really struggling um so they made a statement that was like warner brothers will regret this decision and like something about like we regret ever helping them and they won't get help from us in the future and all this <laughs> so like i don't know making like weird threats and which yeah, is i don't know weird. i don't know like what warner bros movie massive. theater like what? i don't know what leverage the movie theater <laughs> industry has like what shouldn't amc theaters like aren't the only reason they exist because of movie theaters like or movie studios like warner brothers like do they feel like they're responsible for the success of the films i don't know like i guess i don't know enough about the movie theater industry business but like that's really strange. Uh, my coworker was like yeah a few months ago i bought amc stock because i thought it was at rock bottom um and oh, no. now it's now there's a new bottom <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah it's like oh no dude oh no dude that's just that's, that's sad i would be curious guy. Um, so like I always assumed that like movie theaters were hanging on because like movie theaters force people to go pay fourteen dollars to see a new movie that you want to see that everyone's talking about and all the hypes about. Yeah. And like I assumed it's cheaper, and I I feel like it's cheaper on a on a streaming service to like pay nine ninety nine a month and you can watch all your movies and you can watch the new movie or whatever. Um, so like, but it seems to me as though from what's happening like streaming services are also extremely lucrative. Like Disney's like after the release of Mulan and other movies on our streaming service, we have decided to reposition ourselves that maybe streaming is the way to go because like, and I'm assuming they're saying that because they're making equivalent or more money than they were to putting it in the theaters. So like, I would really like to see the statistics on like how much like subscribers these movies bring in. Like, uh, there must be, like, a large chunk of people who don't subscribe to Netflix unless there's something they want to watch. Maybe they subscribe for that month or something like that. Because, like, if these movies are just as profitable when they hit streaming services, like, that's crazy. Like, I saw that, like, the James Bond movie was looking for a streaming service to pay $660 million for the the rights to that movie because it can't come out in theaters. And I'm like is that like a good deal or a shitty deal? Like are yeah. <laughs> are they going to make over $660 million back from subscribers? Like, I feel like that there must be like a math and like graphs and statistics that like they can estimate and like see where these numbers lie. But, um, totally. from like an outside mo- that's perspective, like, that's a lot of money really... for a James Bond film. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That's like, I feel what like I James like, Bond wow. is not in the forefront of like what people are going to be excited to see right now. <laughs> yeah, and like six hundred and sixty million dollars. Like, how many months of subscribers is that yeah. to get back? Because like, it's not like you go and pay for the movie in the app, 
I don't know, like that that shit like blows my mind. I just uh I'm really curious, like, are they speaking like longevity? The James Bond movie's gonna bring in subscribers over a long period of time. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like it made sense to me when Disney Plus was offering Mulan for uh DVD or Blu-ray price on the streaming service because it's like, okay, that's like the movie theater price. Plus, like, they get to own the movie digitally. But then they decided to scrap that, and they're like, no, we're just going to release future movies completely for free. Well, Mulan, it was weird. Because I I went to a Redbox, and you could still rent it for a dollar. Yeah. I I just don't (laughs) understand, like, what exactly is going on. Are, like, movies not going to make as much money anymore? Is that the era that's coming to an end? Or are they making the same amount of money? Like, I don't know, man. I mean, I think it's weird to speculate on that right now because of the pandemic situation, right? Like, yeah yeah it's just like these statements that are being made where they're like we might just do this moving forward yeah it's like i don't know man i'm curious well, I mean, to see what's gonna happen i think people are still unsure about how long like we're gonna be in this pandemic situation you know like yeah yeah it's fair it's just like I, and like a lot of industry experts i read in these interviews are like well people have been um, like predicting the end of the movie theater industry for a long time as it's like slowly going to fade away. And I guess I never considered like movie theater as like uh old tech or something like a flip phone or or something like that. You know, yeah. like it always just seemed like, like an amusement park or like I, laser I, tag or I something, know. but like, I, I kind of look at it like that. Like really? Yeah. Like, I mean, okay. So streaming is still relatively new, I guess. Like, Especially, like, streaming, like, major movies and stuff, right? Like, that's, like, definitely been... I mean, this year especially has been super prevalent with the pandemic and everything, right? Like, streaming, yes. like, these new movies that are coming, that is, like, a, that's a brand new thing, right? But the idea of just, like, being able to watch something in the comfort of your home, like, versus going to a movie theater, that's been around for a while. Like, when Netflix first started, like, you just get something delivered to your door and you can just watch yeah, it. Yeah, my, my it family had that shit for, for a while. Yeah same yeah and like blockbuster and all that stuff like, yeah yeah there's like so, the age-old like tradition of it goes to theaters and then it goes to like rent and then it can go to like purchase yeah or and like the, pay-per-view or whatever there's like a ton of people who like if a movie's coming out they're like they're like all right yeah like that movie is worth going to the theaters for or i'm just gonna wait until that comes out i'm that on person dvd and i'm gonna watch it then for cheaper because i don't care enough about it to go to a a theater to see it so it's like it really depends on the on the movies right and on the people but i think i understand that but them saying that they're gonna cut like release movies directly to streaming services is cutting out all the potential revenue from the theater run so like that's what i'm saying is like what are they making that money up? Like, where where is yeah. that money? Like, they take, is it a straight loss or is it a, is it like an even trade or is it a gain? Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I know. I I wouldn't say it's taking all the money away, right? Because there's still gonna be people that are like, yeah, no, this is worth seeing in theaters. Like, I would, yeah, I want to go. Like, like Dune, right? Like that movie. Like, if that was coming out in theaters, like, or like if, uh, say, like by the time Dune gets released, along with all those other fucking cool ones that are coming with that Warner Bros. Uh, info, um. If theaters are open and, and like functioning, like I would, I'm 100% going to go see that in theaters, not okay. on a so, streaming service. So, like, kind of what you're like suggesting is that like some movies moving forward, like they're like, okay, I'll, that's a theater going experience. I want to see that in the theater versus, yeah, the theater's the only place to see that movie right now. I have to go pay for it or else I have to wait three months for it to yeah, come out. Yeah. So, I do, I do think there's going to be, there's going to be some cuts, right? Because, because there's well, not that the, makes. 
like that makes the movie theater going experience more of a novelty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, and there's also people who just just like going to the theaters. You know, there's there's some people who see every movie I love going to theaters. in theaters. Like, there's people that there's some people who see every yeah. single movie that's out in theaters just because they yeah. like going to the movies. You know. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I'm definitely, I count myself as one of those people. I really like going to the movie theater. I really like going to, doing yeah. that experience. Hell one of my yeah. favorite, like, activities to go do. But, like, yeah, it's just, I, man, this, I really would like to know about the money making going behind yeah. the scenes. Because, like, with movies, they always, are, like, they box office. We get to know how much money the movie made Friday, Thursday, True. Saturday, Sunday, whatever. True. Netflix doesn't post numbers like that. Like, so we don't. We don't yeah. know, and like I guess maybe well, that's just well. Like, they're not. Fine. They're not making money off of us, like right. Like it's not making money off of a single movie because their their money is based on subscriptions. So it's like yeah, yeah true. They I wouldn't see build subscription us... numbers. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like if, if like when Mulan came to Disney Plus, how many subscribers did they got get? added? Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. I mean, like who knows, man? Like, um, I don't know. Gonna be gonna be interesting yeah. moving forward, but like, I and not that this is like the main topic, but I don't think that uh, movie theaters is gonna be like going away. You know, like I don't think I don't think movie oh theaters no are for die, sure. You know, like, I don't think they're ever gonna go away. It just seems like they're gonna be of less importance. Yeah, yeah, and definitely less profitable if the whole streaming thing's going on. You know, because there's also like, as there is like the demographic of people who will go to the movie theaters to see certain movies or just go to the movies all the time because they like going to the movies. Um. There's also people who are like, you know, I fucking hate going to the movies. Why would why would I do that when I can just watch this in the comfort of my own home? Yeah. So, like, I like smoking. I like being able to go to the bathroom. I like, mm-hmm. I don't know, grabbing yeah. a snack without because I don't know. <clears throat> movies for me can be anxiety feeling because I'm like, dude, I got to piss. I'm gonna. I paid for this experience. I'm gonna miss a good chunk of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I never peter in the movies. Yeah, I always hold that shit. <laughs> I, I I hold it now, but it's just I'm sitting there uncomfortable, and then I'm just thinking about how I have to piss the whole time, so I don't focus on the movie as much. <laughs> I just say I just try to handle all that before I get in there, man, and then I and I do my best not to drink too much. Dude, you eat the popcorn. You eat the popcorn. You gotta take a sip of the soda. <laughs> yeah, the salty. Right. Go hard on a soda. <laughs> Soda and popcorn, I won't piss. I did throw up in the theater once, though. Yeah, I was just gonna say you might not pee during <laughs> movies, but you puke during movies. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't. I didn't even leave the theater to puke. I puked right in my shirt. Yeah, that's fucking next level commitment, and also so disgusting. But I respect you for it. <laughs> I just remember my thoughts leading up to me throwing up in my shirt was like, "Does puke burn skin?" <laughs> I'm pretty oh, sure no. someone shit themselves in the theater next to me because. Oh, I remember no. just We've like sitting there. there We've like, all been there. Just smelled something <laughs> wafting towards me. Oh, I couldn't even no. eat my popcorn. Oh, it was at the no. old uh, Sea Home Sea Home uh, theaters. Those right, ones were a little bit definitely, crusty. Somebody definitely. <laughs> Those ones there. were crusty, dude. I uh, I one time like I was going to see Avengers Endgame and like I went and got we were seeing an IMAX and it was like an early morning showing like right when I got off work yeah. and like. It's like IMAX tickets like twenty fucking three dollars or some shit, and like yeah. this dude is wearing leather pants, a leather shirt, and leather fucking jacket. And I swear to God, it must have been brand new because it's just first thirty minutes of the film like. He just got his full brand new leather fit. He's like, I'm going to the movies. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, but you couldn't hear anything at all, bro. Like, I couldn't focus on anything going on. And, like, I'm like, should, fuck, should I move? And my friend's like, oh, I think we might, sh- we should might be able to move or whatever. And then, uh, <laughs> fucking, he's just like, shut the fuck up. And the fucking, the dude stopped making noise. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you, you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes you do gotta do what you gotta do. That's a hundred. He also, like, kind of stood up and just turned around and stared at him. <laughs> Dude, he, I was like, "Holy shit! This is, this is alpha move right here." I'm not alpha enough to do it, dude. I, I'm not. Stare a man, stare a man down in full leather. You need to quiet down. I mean, during a film, anything goes. You know, it's like if you're making noise, you are the fucking bitch. You are the motherfucker. Like everybody you is are. out for you. <laughs> you are. Hundred percent. Oh, but all right. I wanna, I wanna move into this music section, man. I wanna, I wanna talk about some of this music that's going on right now, man. Music uh, makes the world go round. Yeah, man. Dude, music makes this... you lose control. It does that too. Uh, yo, you know, talk about this Young Blood song, man. Talk, wait, talk, wait, talk... wait, wait. What's up? What's I'm gonna up? go on another side tangent. Today, I was listening to like <laughs> classic rock on the Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. And I work, and I work with this old like. Butt rocker, skater, retired cop man. Um, butt rocker? And, yeah, he's definitely a butt rocker. What does and that like, mean? What is that? Is that a lingo? I don't know, man. It's just a butt rocker, a man. Butt rocker, dude. It's just look it up, man. I don't know. I can't explain it in words. Devin, but, like, do you know what he's talking about right now, dude? No. It's just a vibe, no? So anyway, dude, like <laughs> the fucking music that was playing was like, um uh, we built this city. Uh, uh, oh uh, yeah. Uh, and he's oh, like my God. And he's like, dude, this reminds me of, like, middle school, like, dances. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my middle school dances were, sweat drop off my balls. Oh, all these <laughs> bitches oh, crawl. Oh, yeah, oh, dude. I got some soldier boy. jeans. <laughs> Apple <You>. bottom jeans. <laughs> my God. Yeah, dude, school dances from, like, the 90s or 80s to now. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> Parents like walking into the school dance to pick up their kid or like whatever, and just hears the music. Get low, like, get low, oh, get low, oh, get God. low. <laughs> Dude, Devin, do you remember those two twins that were in like a grade or two above us at Wacom at our middle school? I think so, yeah. I remember one time at school dance, there's like a big circle forming in the middle, and like uh, Get Low is playing, and they were both in the middle of the circle, like grinding on each other. And I was like, <laughs> oh, even at even at eleven, I was like, what are the moral implications of this? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> Good lord! You know, middle school is a morally questionable time. Uh, <laughs> so. But yeah, this new Youngblood song, uh, Ter- uh, Teresa. Uh, his new Blood. album just came out. And this album, like, half the songs had already been released as singles throughout the year. Um, so I already, like, knew most of the songs. And then out of the new songs, Teresa is definitely my favorite. I think Teresa is my favorite song overall in the whole album. It gives me kind of a My Chemical Romance vibe. Literally was just going like, to say, this guy gives me MCR vibes, man. And he hops all over the genre. Like, one of the songs on the album is more like a Beastie Boys aggressive screaming rap song. And, like, okay. other songs are kind of, like, more poppy. Like, we, we covered Cotton Candy by him, and that's a really poppy song. Yeah. Um, and... He's in like a Bring Me the Horizon track where he's screaming, but like this one, uh, it's like a very kind of like emo rock song, and it like it starts off with piano, and then the drums come in, and then finally like the fucking like everything k- kicks in, and like so the song has like three stages of build up, and like I've been fucking jamming this song since oh, yeah. uh, it came out. I, I really like this song, but oh yeah, 
Teresa yeah. by Youngblood. Yeah. So, yeah, if you if you uh if you like anything like from My Chemical Romance, you like that, like not only the music but the style too, like go check out this guy's music video. Shit's pretty good, man. I like it. Uh, I was fucking with it. <clears throat> Another thing I was really fucking with though is this uh new song from Felly. If anyone doesn't know Felly, he's kind of like a Man, he he started off as like mostly rapping and like he, he like made beats on YouTube and like doing freestyles and stuff and like kind of just gained his whole following from YouTube. Um, and then the past like couple of years, he's been moving way more into like playing. He like plays a lot of guitar. He still makes all of his own beats and everything like that. But he's like actually gotten quite of like quite a bit of a name for himself now, and he's just fucking killing it. But uh, this song "Out My Head" by Felly, along with the music video, man, just came out recently. Really digging it. What'd you guys think? It was good. I liked it. Good vibes. Good vibes. Reminded me of Devin Music. Mm. Oh yeah, this is my type mm. of music. I I haven't gotten too much into Felly though. I only listened to, I think, his shit with Carlos Santana, bro. Yeah, Art dude, strings. he has a song that with Santana. Fire. That shit is fire. That shit is fire. Yeah. I was so hyped for him when I saw that man. Like this, cause this dude, this dude, this dude's like our age, man, and he has such fucking good energy. Um, musically and just like anytime I've seen his like live you know like a live video of him just as a person he just seems like he's got fucking awesome energy um, so when I saw he had a song with Carlos Santana I was like dude what like that's so awesome man like and I was watching an interview with him and like somebody and it was like a it was like a hip-hop interviewing station right because he he like mostly makes hip-hop but and like they were talking to him and he's like and he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, when I think of like my future in music, he's like, I always have just seen myself with a guitar in my hand, like down the road, you know, like, and so he's just like going way more in that direction of like fucking playing guitar and like getting fucking really into that. And it's like just super exciting to see. So if y'all want a nice, nice grooving, kind of like a something you can fucking vibe to dance to out my head from Felly. Dude, while we're in fucking music, Spotify Rap Talk came out this week. That's been fucking great, dude. I oh, got some yeah. music stats. Yeah, man. I've listened to 97,000 minutes of music this year, dude. Holy Framing God. Horizon. Framing Horizon. I'm in the top 0.005% of their listeners. Jesus. Are you going to get yeah, an man. award for that? I feel like you should get a, like some kind of dude, <laughs> consumer uh, the neighborhood, award. <laughs> the neighborhood, like, they have a, uh, an exclusive merch shop only available to their top 1% on Spotify, what? their listeners. And I was really, really hoping cool. that there'd be something like that for Bring the Horizon. They, and like also the top 1% get like first access to like tickets and like all that shit. Damn. That's um, sick. It's like, it's, yeah, it's kind of like a cool reward for like people who listen to them a lot and also an incentive for people to listen to them more. Totally. But one thing I thought was kind of funny, uh, Parasite, Parasite Eve, we covered that song like fucking yeah. forever yeah. ago. Hell yeah. Um, that was my number one listened song of the year. Oh, nice. And like, it tells you what day that you first listened to it, and then it tells you what day you listened to it the most times, and then how many times you total listened to it. And it, like, Spotify rap is really cool. It just gives you all those stats. Yeah. But like, so I listened to it, obviously, the day it came out, and then it was like the most, uh, the day you listened to it, the most 150 times was and it was the next day after it came out <laughs> <laughs> it was like 150 times and then Holy it was like fuck. 
in total, you've listened to it like 260 times or something like that. And I was like, 150 times in one day? Like, hell yeah, dude. I must have had, <laughs> I must have had that fucking shit on repeat from 1 a.m. to one to midnight, dude. Like, fucking holy shit, man. No kidding, but like, dude. Yeah, that's definitely my song of the year. Sick, dude. That's fucking awesome. What were your, what were your stats like, Devin? Uh, my top was Feng Suave, dude. I was in their top 1%. Those vibey gents. And uh, I think my <laughs> most listened to song was It Was What She Said by Moss. You know, they just by vibey Moss? little bouncy joint. Yeah. Moss vibey with three S's I, S's, I think. Like like mo- like a mossy forest? Like Moss? Moss, yeah. Oh, but I didn't have that S's. many uh, I didn't have that many minutes. I honestly, I just recently started using Spotify because mm-hmm. I was on that SoundCloud game. Yep, yep, yep. Well, Kelton also, uh, Kelton has like a, a job where he can play music all the time, constant, consistently. Yeah, that's true. Like every single day, five days a week, I get to work and I put my headphones on. And I start listening to music until I get off. And then I listen to music while I'm like playing Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I, I can't do that for some reason. I don't know. Why. Like, like Valhalla, I cannot play without music playing. Like Call of Duty multiplayer, I can't play that without music playing. Like Fortnite, I definitely always have music playing unless I'm playing with someone else. Like I always have music. Like Spotify and the PlayStation is like one of my go-to things because like I prefer to do things while music is playing. Yeah, makes sense. I like I just get a, uh, I always get like really just into like a game and like I like having the sound effects of the game be like the main thing I'm hearing and like. I don't know. I like all the all the audio and stuff that goes into games. So I guess I like I just fuck with the with that. Especially if I'm playing like a a multiplayer shooter, you know, where like you want to hear like footsteps or like you want to hear what direction people are coming from and shit. Sometimes I'll think about that and I'm like, man, like I can't really hear someone like if I'm playing Fortnite or whatever COD, like can't hear someone if they're in the other room. But then the other time I'm like, do I really want to like sacrifice my enjoyment level to be able to like <laughs> live a little bit longer? Yeah. Like yes, fuck I it. do. No. I don't yeah. like. I don't music. get how you. I don't get how you played Valorant. <laughs> I music with Valorant. Obviously, it's like really fucking intense. For, so I have my music down at like the lowest volume. Yeah. But like music lets me get in such a groove and a vibe, and I feel like I start doing better in COD with music playing because like I'm that. just like I'm just that. like getting to the beat, and I'm kind of like getting into it, and like that's yeah. how I work. Yeah. It's like I need to have a beat. To, to like work to yeah you know what, man that's funny um i i typically don't play music if i'm playing like a competitive game or whatever like like that's not my it's not my first thing that i do but every time that i do do that it usually makes me play a little better it usually keeps me from getting kind of like i get a little like frustrated you know like when i'm playing competitive games it usually stops me from getting like frustrated like if i have like some fucking music going um that's a good like yeah, that's just a good Did, little thing, man. I feel you there. I was like laughing at the Spotify wrapped. It was like your most played genre was modern rock, followed by like metal and then like rock. And like I feel like that's kind of the case because at work, um, I whenever shit starts hitting the fan and we start getting slammed, I always switch to Bring Me the Horizons discography, nice. like their full discography, yeah. because so much of it is really high BPM, really intense, aggressive metal. That's and awesome. that like really helps my energy level maintain for like how fucking fast I need to start going. Yeah. And I like wonder if I've worked a different job 
if my uh, genres would have changed or if my most listened to artists would have changed because <laughs> like I rely so heavily on the high BPM of like metal. Yeah. But I also have like a, a physical labor playlist that has like like has that O oh Devil song that uh, Devin showed me and just like generally really high BPM music that like helps yeah. me maintain. But but yeah, mm. no, it's, it's it's interesting. That's it. Um, moving on to the last song I want to talk about, actually, a song called "Who Wants What" uh, from Russ and Absol. Uh, again, in the hip hop area, man. Uh, man, I've been like a huge fan of Absol for a super long time. Um, I also fuck with Russ. I think like he he's got some killer shit, and I have like I think I have like respect for him as like an artist and an individual and like an entrepreneur and shit, like because he's fucking. Like what? Like I guess like an example of somebody who's fucking done most of their shit alone. Like they, he has fucking been working like for a super long time now, and uh, so it's super cool to see him. You know, over, over the past couple of years, like fucking, really get some like notoriety, I guess. And then like now to have him and Absol on a song together, I was just super hyped. But uh, this song is like way more. Uh, I don't know. For me, it more feels like a freestyle. Like like it doesn't. It almost doesn't feel like a like a song. You know. It feels more like they're just they're just fucking rapping. Like it's just bars. Yeah, that's all. Like hot bars. Yeah, just hot, fresh, fucking hot, fresh bars, dude. Like, I don't know. Hot, fresh bars. Yeah. What do you guys think? You guys digging? You guys don't like it? You guys it's going hard. Hate it? What's going on? I was liking it. Hell yeah. Nice, Devin. I like it. it. I like it. I just haven't been into rap as much lately. I feel that. I feel that. I'm. Um... I've been into Travis Scott. <laughs> I just, I did. I realized he had a whole album on SoundCloud that I never heard before, and it's fucking so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to. Uh, I'm pretty sure I listened to mo- most of it. I think I like. How many songs are Dude, on that? Do you listen to Sixteen Chapels or Quintana? Um, I can't They're remember. Like, I don't know dude. about you. I listened to a bunch of it though. I listened to a bunch of the album. Oh, if you're coming over tonight, we're gonna be listening to it again. Cool. Hell yeah. But like Quintana, I've been blasting that at work because like. Straight from Mexico, color Quintana. <laughs> fucking like, I was like, I was literally started hopping up and down while I was fucking sorting because I was fucking getting into it, dude. That shit had hella Kid Cudi vibes, man. Yeah, like, and it, it gets more and more like, oh man, there's just something about it. It just seems like a like a perfect like cousin of Man on the Moon, but then also some like my beautiful yeah. dark twisted fantasy Kanye vibes in there. <laughs> and it just makes it just makes sense that he got signed to Kanye's label like the year he released that album. Totally, totally. Well, boys, you guys ready for uh, another game of primetime cinema? Huh? Huh? Are we doing huh? the same game as last time? Yeah, same game as last time. <laughs> okay, here we go, dude. I'm fucking <laughs> terrible at this. I listened to it, dude. Listening to it back, I was like, "Holy shit, man!" <laughs> I was losing it with your guys' guesses, dude. That shit was hilarious. I was like, "What is the going smallest on? voices make a difference?" Stuart Little. <laughs> I was like, dude, what? <laughs> You guys guess Wally at one point. I was losing my mind, dude. Okay, well let's right. do it again. All right. Well, this time there's only three movies. Give you guys an odd number, so it's gonna be a short and sweet. You know, short and sweet. All right. Word. First quote. I couldn't even kill myself the way I wanted to. I had power over nothing. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine. AI. Uh, I don't even. I think I might have seen AI at one point, but I don't know what the Hello Miss Sunshine. I don't even know what Little Miss Sunshine, there. dude. It's a fucking good ass movie. Holy shit! <laughs> good ass, good ass. Requiem for a Dream. 
Nah, 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 nah. All right, all right. Second quote. I should have never gotten on that plane. I should have never gotten out of the car. Oh, I've seen this film. <laughs> yeah, Kelton's a film buff. I'm not, dude. This is fucked for me. Is um, this like Ocean's Eleven? This is a movie that like most people have probably seen. Damn, you know, uh, Kelton... Castaway, bro. I don't. Oh, you're right, Devin. You fucking got it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Devin. Hell nice, yeah. dude. One point for Devin. Uh, Kelton, you know, I, th- I, th- I think. Uh, Ah, what's his fucking name? He, they, I'm pretty sure they say that in that movie. Like, I think he says that in that movie. I should have never gotten out of that car. <laughs> oh, well, man. Anyway, though, Devin got the point, so it looks like you're, uh, <laughs> you're falling behind, Kelton. Um, all right. This all won't right. last. It's okay. All right. Um, next movie. First quote. You see, this profession is filled to the brim with unrealistic motherfuckers. Motherfuckers who thought their ass would age like Street. wine. No. God damn. You didn't even let me finish the quote. Bitch. Fuck you, dude. I was I was so confident. <laughs> nah, nah. It ain't What's wolf. the quote? All right, here's the quote again. You see, this profession is filled to the brim with unrealistic motherfuckers. Motherfuckers who thought their ass would age like wine. I don't know, dude. All right. Pulp All right. Wait, you, I did let you finish the quote. It, it is Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> dude, that's my fucking go-to when it's a raunchy quote. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was also going to say, uh, that's a pretty fucking good milkshake. I don't know if it's worth $5, but it's pretty fucking good. That would have been an easy one. And does he look like a bitch? <laughs> that would have been an easy one, too. Check out the big brain on Brett. The final one, if no one was getting it, was, they call it a Royale with cheese. What? <laughs> the easiest quote was the second one. Mm. You're, ga- you're like level of fucking gauging how easy these quotes are is fucking wild, dude. I, dude, I think you're fucking, you're fucking just wild, dude. You remember different shit than I do. That's the whole, that's the whole scenario here. Everybody, everybody remembers different stuff. That's why these games are fun, I think. Moving on. Okay, though. Dude, <laughs> moving the power on. of friendship and learning. Third movie. All right, first quote. You can call me Susan if it makes you happy. Fuck. I don't know, man. What's Just next? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fight all right. Club. All right, next quote. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing the same. I'm, <laughs> all right, club. next game, I'm just going to use the same movies as I did the first game, dude. <laughs> uh, okay, next quote. You should never underestimate the predictability of stupidity. Snatch. Dude, in the bag. In the bag. Never seen Snatch. I know that's... Kelton always guesses Snatch. This was fucking rigged. I know. Kelton, <laughs> Kelton just guesses the fucking... These movies, dude. He just he literally just throws them out there. Just throws them out. Pulp Fiction and Snatched every time. Yeah, well, now yeah. they're gone. Yeah, now they're gone, so you're going to be good. Now Kelton's just going to be throwing those out. 
Never seen Snatch. Don't even know what it's about. <laughs> I wish that last episode it was fucking uh, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> After, you, <laughs> After you fucking did said it like right before. <laughs> just a little, little hint. Just a little hint in there. Just say the name of the movie. A just sprinkle. A <laughs> oh, Alex. What's up? Uh, so if you're coming over to tonight to do the Easter egg, can you bring uh, those breadsticks? The cheesy breadsticks with the sauce? No, dude. What the <laughs> Why, fuck? dude? Because <laughs> you're picking me up from my house, man. Get out of here with that You're getting shit, off dude. work. Just get the breadsticks. I'm not bringing breadsticks from work to my house on my bike. Alex what? Curtis what if is a I bad just, friend. What if I pick you up from your work, drive you home? With the breadsticks, we get your things and then come back. You're not gonna be able to drive me home with my bike from work. When's you when you work? Three o'clock. I'll drive you to work. Mm, you're going through some real hoops to get these breadsticks here. We'll talk yeah, about so it. Now we'll, you know how much <laughs> they mean to me. <laughs> All right, man. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll get you the breadsticks. Don't worry. All right. But anyway. What about the wings? We're fucking, we're fucking out of here, fuck dude. Up. Get the fuck out of here, Kelton. Holy shit! All right, Kelton, you got two. You got two rounds. One on the primetime cinema game, uh, Devin. You need to step it up a little bit. I think you need to watch a couple more movies. And, uh, get a- Bro, what what are those breadsticks called? Anyway, sweet peaceful what, episode twenty eight. Hope called, you bro? all have a good ass week. Cheesy Pl- breadsticks. Plug them. Plug go, them, bro. Go and get yourself some uh, garlic parmesan twist from Round Table, and it might just <laughs> be me making them for you. <laughs> with the sauce, with the sauce, with the sauce. Honey mustard. Dude, honey mustard sauce. Bro, I'm telling you guys, if you're listening to this, get those garlic parmesan twist with said, honey mustard. Garlic parmesan twist with the honey mustard sauce. Holy fuck, they go so hard. They are our wow. most popular item, you know. <laughs> Come on down to round table. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good ass week. Peace. Peace. Peace.